So here are some tips on how to cope after having a miscarriage and some of the things that I did to help me. I think the first one, after you've lost, uh, had the miscarriage or had your procedure, I would really take care of yourself. So I really took care of myself in terms of, I really felt very, very fragile, very delicate. And I wanted to sort of treat myself like um, cotton wool. And after my first miscarriage, I went on holiday. We just decided to go away, have some time away from it all because I didn't want, we didn't want to think about the journey to having another child, what our options were why this happened, like all these questions and and the blaming and the guilt, just wanted to take some time out. So we booked a holiday and that was my first miscarriage. The other miscarriages, we didn't go away. And if you can't go away, then maybe just treat yourself, even if it's like getting takeout instead of cooking or getting the donuts or doing something for you. It's what That's what I did. That's what helped me. So I think it's just giving, giving, I just gave myself some time to heal my body and my mind, some time to heal and, and, um, made that a priority. Another tip of how to cope is just allowing yourself to grieve. Now, this is quite complicated for me personally, because I found I had to, uh, fight for that right to do so just because I felt like it was just generally trivialized that I've had a miscarriage in society or friends or anybody. In, but um, talking to my husband so really helped. And between us, we created a cocoon and space for us to grieve in our own way. And what did that mean? Realistically, it meant if there was a birthday, if there was a child's birthday party, we didn't feel like going, we didn't go. Um, if we didn't want to go to Christmas or family events because they were too triggering, then we didn't go. We just really looked after ourselves and did what was right for us at that time. So if you're fortunate enough to be in that position, then you'll really just do what's right for you, irrespective of what anybody else is going to think about you, um, because you're the one that's just going through it. And it, it can be really traumatic to uh, the in environments which which can trigger memories of, of the miscarriage and, and loss. Also, getting support now in whatever way that might look like. For me, it was my husband. We talked about it a lot because also little things happened. Like I found the grieving process looked different for me than it did for him. I found that there were times where he was okay with I don't know, birthday parties or whatever it was. I can't remember the specific events or things that he was okay with um, and had moved on from and I was still in pain. That still reminded me. Or if I saw a lady who was pregnant, it was still a reminder that I wasn't. Whilst he didn't, hadn't at that time maybe felt the same way. So just being able to talk through it, um, because for me, like that situation then put pressure on me to be like, oh, I should be over this by now then. And then I found myself in sort of a, almost a tornado of emotions, but just trying to talk through with a loved one, friends, family, if you have a therapist, a good therapist, someone that you can confide in. And also for me, another thing, listening to people's stories who had been through, who've been through this journey, I was found it really helpful for me. It can get a little bit, I did find myself getting a bit obsessive online with research and wanting to find answers. 
I think that's something to be mindful of. But people's journeys and their own personal stories really help me. Hi, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you're enjoying this content, please share with your friends and follow.